Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Hello, I'm Gerald Farrelly. Hi, I'm Neve Kempton. And you are listening to Agony Rap. Hello, Neve. How are you? Oh, I'm grand, girl, but my, my head's fried. My head's Why? fried. Well, because it's early December and, you know, it's nearly the 8th of December. So obviously that's the day everybody has to do their Christmas it's shopping. It's shopping day. It is shopping yeah, day. it's very stressful. You know, a certain age group will understand that that was the day everybody came to Dublin to do their shopping from the country. And very difficult. Yeah, I know. When I worked I, in Cleary's briefly, briefly, I had a, a, a little moment in the cash office for three I months. I worked in the cash office in Cleary's. Not at the same time as me, Grode, I'm nearly sure. <laughs> no, there's about 40 years between us. You'll know that if you're listening. <laughs> Long-time listeners will know there's a huge age difference between me and Neve. Now, don't make me go over there and sort you out. I don't know if the same women were there when you were there. when oh, I was. But they've I, been there a while. Yeah, so the women that I was with, they built Cleary's around. And so basically, most of them did not speak to each other. It was very quiet. I was the quietest I was for three months in my work life. I got the impression when I worked in the cash shops and clearers that they all hated each other. Yeah, but that's pretty like, much it. They were just, like, just the levels of fury and aggression that were flying around that cash office were off the charts. And at the time, there was another girl working there who was always hung over. Oh, oh. Yeah, so I, I hung around with her because she was a bit of crack. Like. <laughs> but the other thing, and they, we were warned never to tell this. Oh. But we can say it now that Cleary's is closed. Okay, it? yeah, yeah. Is that in the cash office, there used to be like, it was like a dumb waiter. Oh, right, okay. And they used to put the money in and then they would press a button and it would go up to the bank. Oh, yes, that's right. it was connected to the bank. Yeah, I know. But we were told under penalty of death. Yes. You must not tell anyone that, that that's there. Okay, well, um, did you do the job, the daily job of bringing the envelopes? You see, they probably have finished that by the time you got there. There was a, there was a job that, you had to deliver the the special envelopes around all the cash registers so that they could put in their final day receipts. I'd and say you strutted your stuff. Oh, that was freedom. It was like freedom. I loved the journey around the shop. I could be light and fairy-like and all lovely around the shop and smile at everybody and then like zero words once I went in the cash office. Yeah, they never spoke. No. They never, never spoke. There's one woman that used to get really upset about stuff. Uh, like every, I think she I know was who always, she was. She was always bawling her eyes <laughs> 
I think I remember her. Yeah. That's amazing, isn't that? Another yeah. thing we share. Imagine oh, that. Neve. I know. Thank God for this podcast. I would never have known that. Cleary's was the was the was the gathering place for all the December eighth shoppers. Yeah, Cleary's if you're not from Ireland, like if you're one of Neve's fans. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was you're right there of, in the Eastern Bloc. <laughs> I know. We're talking about the Cleary's, which was, was an old um it was kind of one of the old established department stores. So it yeah. was just did everything, men's outfitter suits and all, you know, the, everything you could possibly want was in the show. It was like that uh, TV show. What was the one with Mrs. Are uh, You Being Served? Are You Being Served? That's exactly what it was like, except <laughs> with a lot less personality. <laughs> Without Mrs. Slocum's pussy. <laughs> now, what I want <laughs> is some tech savvy person <laughs> to create a ringtone that is Neve Kavanagh. <laughs> that is Neve Kavanagh saying Mrs. Slocum's pussy. <laughs> Yeah, but it was a Or maybe you could even trim it down further if you wanted to, but I'm not going to. Trim it down. Oh my gosh, I see what you did there. That's terrible. Um, <laughs> yeah, and it was a tradition, I think, you know, like when our parents' age would have been dating. Yeah. Uh, they would have met, met under, under Cleary's clock. clock. And actually the year I won Eurovision, uh, I was on The Den, which is the big children's TV show here with Dustin and Socky and, uh, of course, the lovely Ray Darcy. Uh, and of course. Of course, the lovely Ray Darcy. And um, they brought me in for Christmas Day, which was a really big deal. It was a, like, I know it sounds really I remember strange. That. It was a very big deal. Well, you would, you were a baby. And <laughs> and then... And in between feeds. Yeah, in between feeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you're you're not that much younger than me, okay? But anyway, so, uh, you know, and Dustin asked me out on a date and said he'd meet me under the cl- the clock and I waited a long time. <laughs> <laughs> he never showed up. You never were stood up, Because many of us have been stood up under Cleary's co- clock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, we were talking about Dublin folklore and here we are. <laughs> So anyway, uh, getting back to what we were actually talking about is Christmas. Christmas is coming. And this year, because I'm doing a panto, uh, obviously quite a bit of my time around Christmas. is spent, So I have to get my Christmas shopping done early. There's no more waiting until Christmas Eve, hoping you're going to get a good deal. And perhaps the petrol station will have something decent to give. <laughs> uh, there's none of that going on. I have to actually plan it in advance. Now, I know these days you can you know, order from places and it seems to arrive on your door magically like elves. It's the physicality of going into the shops I think I quite like, you know, and that oh, panic. Right. And the panic of it, you know, of, <laughs> you know. <laughs> We're very they? different people. I Eve. know, I know. And there's the whole Chris Kendall thing. Uh, that's where I am today anyway. I'm a bit stressed about the actual Christmas, getting it all organised, making sure I have a turkey. And when does your panto start? Well, actually it starts in the, uh, I think the first major show is on the 20th of, of December. So it's not too bad. It's not like, uh, you know, previous panto's I've done, I've been going, like I'd already be knee deep in it. Are you, are you who, who are you playing? You're, oh, I am the evil queen. The evil queen. Oh, Watch high. and learn, Neve. <laughs> I remember once doing a panto and I I worked out that if I, there used to be this big glut in the traffic, but I worked out if I skipped the bows, I could just get out early. So I used to skip the bows. Were you allowed to do that? Yeah, because it was all on the track. It was was mimed. There was like a spotlight with, you know, somebody singing a line of an S Club 7 from nowhere. But it was just a moment in the finale and I was just gone. Wait, like you you were obviously not a main character then? No. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I wasn't. I directed that panto and someone pulled out. So I ended up... (laughs) Glamorous showbiz in Ireland. <laughs> My story, I suppose, of Christmas presents was there yep. were a couple of Christmases that I asked for. Do you remember Optimus Prime? Yes. The the Transformer. But it was back in the day where you couldn't you couldn't get any decent toys, essentially, because they used to do the 
Um, what, are you from the Victorian area? What the hell is wrong? No, with you? but you remember like there was no shops in Ireland because uh, I always remember my granny. They used to go do this like shopping trip to Manchester and Liverpool around like the end of November. Oh, is that where they got on the ferry the night and f- sailed yeah. across during yeah, the night? Yeah, and then drove over to Manchester and bought loads of stuff. They, these used to go for like three days. Oh no, no, my yeah. mother used to bring us over overnight, but they couldn't get Optimus Prime no. for I'd say maybe three years. So I, I got a couple of replacement presents. Oh, that were kind of not like what there was one get? year wasn't great. It was a Knight Rider car. Like Knight Rider had been on for years. Yeah, but who does... Oh gosh, if you get that in the box, no, it was, you keep it in the box? It's trying no, to be but worth it, it now. But it, was, but it wasn't even real Knight Rider. It was like right. knockoff Knight Rider. <laughs> like David Hasselhoff would have had nothing to do with this. Okay, so yes. And it was... <laughs> It was also one of those toys, you know, like you, kids get them, where you just put batteries in it and you press the button and it does something. Yeah. Like there's no interaction or imagination. And yeah. I, I really hated that Night Rider car, Neve. Oh, okay. And I think that after that then, my mom used to get the shopping on, on those trips where they go, like she'd give my granny the money because my mom wouldn't get in a boat. Deirdre doesn't sail. Oh, Deirdre doesn't sail. No, That's she doesn't enough. sail. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But my granny went every year with my aunt and they went for, I'd say, 10 years. And they would go for four days. I, I'd imagine like back then it was all... Yeah, I don't know how Drinking much shopping was done on that. Abortions, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? In the magical land of Manchester, what might have happened over there? I'd say those shopping trips were basically, they were alcohol-fueled. Are you talking carnage. about like 70s, 80s kind of time? Yeah, this would have been like late 80s. Late late 80s. Okay, yeah. well, late 80s, you're probably looking at all sorts. Oh, sure, wasn't the scene stopped? They're probably happening. gun running for the IRA they for all we know. could have been going and hanging out with Oasis. You just don't know. When I was very young, I was very excited because I got that, you know, the one with the stylus that made the funny noise, you know. The, like, oh, the keyboard. The what was keyboard, it? A stylophone. A stylophone. I had one of them. Oh. I was very excited. And then one year I got a Polaroid camera, which was very exciting. Oh, wow. Very exciting. And I used the film up in about three minutes. And then that was <laughs> it. Like I, I couldn't afford another film for a long time. <laughs> so that was great. And then, um, be careful what you wish for. Like, And then, uh, the, but my favorite kind of presence happened later on in life. So, for instance, somebody gave me a present of a little pig, which I thought was really cute around the time I won Eurovision. And it was like a good look talisman, you know, before Aww. I went down to Eurovision. It was a really lovely little brass bellied pig. It was like a little tiny thing from a lovely boy. And he gave it to me and I thought, oh, that's so nice. It was like a good look thing. And for years afterwards, everything, every present I ever got was pig related. So <laughs> I even ended up with piggy wind chimes. Oh, and I mean, it was they were given with love. Don't get me wrong. But eventually it was like enough with the pigs I have to tell you a really serious story about my husband right my husband who I adore absolutely adore but oh my god he bought me like I said to him I am your wife you love me do you find me attractive in any way why would you buy me those slippers right he bought me a pair of slippers that were velour with a hard bottom and uh, you know gold embroidery on the top and quilted (laughs) inside Uh, however I said did you look at them and say I want I can't wait to see my beautiful wife in them and uh, my nephew at the time who was about seven asked him who he had bought them for was it myself or his nana right and uh, that year his mother uh, my husband's mother ended up in hospital which was a terrible sad thing Uh, but we went in to visit her in the old folks ward and I kid you not every single woman in there had the exact same pair of (laughs) slippers now don't get me wrong I've got some fantastic presents over the years but definitely you look at people sometimes when they hand you something you go 
thank you so much. You know, yeah. and I desperately look at it and that, you know, you're going to laugh when I say this, but basically I desperately look at this gift and think, um, what way can I put a positive spin on this in my head? <laughs> you know, it, what could they have been thinking the, when they bought this? The way you put a positive spin on it is it's going back on Monday. Have you got a receipt? I've got a receipt. <laughs> Like, I'm, I'm, I have to say, I'm never offended when somebody wants to change a present, which is just as well because every single <laughs> present I've ever bought my other half, he has said, as he opened it, this probably isn't, I'm going to bring this back. <laughs> and I used to get offended, but now I'm just like, no, no, off you go. And that's why we use the Amazon wish list. Really? Yeah. And I swear to God, Neve, I swear to God, I will say it now and you've heard it as God is my witness. If he ever goes off list. He's a dead man. Oh, okay. So you're <laughs> no not surprises. As, Thank you very much. You're not as forgiving then. <laughs> no, if it's not on the list. <laughs> okay. So. The other thing I did actually uh, around uh, Santa Claus was mm. my sister asked for, do you remember the Alacart kitchen? No. It well, was it basically it was, a, it was basically a kitchen on a trolley. Do you remember when it was oh, like in the eighties where it was like you're a girl, so we need to like you need to get used to washing dishes and ovens, <laughs> essentially. <laughs> so at a very young age, and, they, and you wanted that, they would say, oh, "Well, I would have loved the Alicard kitchen." I was very excited about the Alicard okay, kitchen. Okay, go on then. But my sister asked for it. Did you get the uh, Did you get the Alicard uh, mechanics? thing is it was a, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the a la carte garage a la carte overalls <laughs> the oh, garage yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd love that name overalls wow <laughs> um, but the so I was very excited because my sister was getting this kitchen so I, I, I needn't ask for it <laughs> but uh, again it was in Optimus Prime Land it was the time when toys okay. couldn't be got uh, so Santa was unable to get the a la carte kitchen so it wasn't and quite a la carte it wasn't it was <laughs> it was a more it was set menu missing in action <laughs> And my, my parents had, uh, they'd teed it up like that maybe there's better stuff out there than the a la carte kitchen and maybe you don't want the a la carte kitchen really. And it had, my sister kind of accepted this. She was like, yeah, 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 yeah. Anything will be, you know, I'll yeah. be, whatever Santa leaves, that's what I'll be delighted with. Okay. Uh, and she hadn't mentioned the kitchen in about three weeks. Okay, so much more forgiving than you. Right? Much more forgiving. <laughs> oh, she's a lovely person. And as we were walking down the stairs on Christmas morning, yeah, uh, I said, oh my God. Are you excited because you're going to get your a la carte kitchen? <laughs> Ruin it for Because I was excited about oh, no. the a la carte kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> and my parents wanted to die. Oh no. So tell me, what have we got on the slate today? I'm so excited to see because now that we're out in the world, we're getting some great feedback <laughs> People. In. <laughs> People are willing to share. Wow. Willi- that's what I'm saying. They're willing to share. We're loving it. Um, so we asked what your worst present was. Okay. Um, Andrew got in touch and he said he once received a pack of Paul Daniels magic cards and a hanky <laughs> as a Christmas <laughs> present. <laughs> Paul Daniels is a magician for the European listeners, but you know. Uh, but actually, a hanky, handkerchief. Like, when you think about it, how clean we've been in the past year and a half. Oh, yeah, the fact be... that we used to get a piece of cotton, blow our nose in it and put it back in our pocket. Yeah, it's the most disgusting thing in the world. <laughs> yeah, but how many actually put it back in our pockets? Like, you know, in the sense of, you, you used to get those boxes of handkerchiefs and then they would stay in the same shape that they arrived because quite frankly, nobody put handkerchiefs yeah, yeah. in their pockets anymore. Nobody does that. Disgusting. Yeah, no, no, no. I've, no. Se- I've seen people do it. You. I've seen people do it. Because the other way there was the thing that you, you would get your monogram you put your monogram on your hanky. Really? Have you ever had a monogrammed hanky? I can't say that I did. Oh, that and, and maybe that, like, my mother's going to listen to this and then she's going to be <laughs> outraged that I didn't remember that lovely Wasn't one. Wasn't a thing as well that men used to drop their hankies and women would swoon? No, it was the other way around, my dear. 
The oh, woman used to it? drop the hanky and then the, if a man picked it up, it was a very big sign. All right, well. Andrew, sometimes you just got to suck it up. Right? I'm just <laughs> going to tell you that now. You know, uh, hankies are a practical present and, you know, having magic cards are lovely. Maybe you were a bold, bold boy that year. Oh, maybe so. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's your deserved. lump of coal. What was your role in this, Andrew? <laughs> Have a think about that. Uh, Elaine has got in touch to say that she received a half a bottle of wine. <laughs> half a bottle of wine? Was Please Santa don't involved say in my that? name. Please. Oh, too late. <laughs> Sorry, Elaine. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, you're not very good at that. We, uh, you know, oh, oh, actually, no. I think I changed. I, uh, I think changed I changed the name when I wrote it into this. And if I didn't, Elaine. I can only apologise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> half a bottle of wine? Half a bottle of wine, that's... How does that happen? That's like panic buying. That's like, that's like you know, here's a packet of spark plugs. If I'm right, I think Elaine might be a teacher. I think this could have been a uh, kid brought this in. You know the way teachers get presents at Christmas? Oh, yeah, but yeah, if I brought in bottles of wine for my teachers, which I sometimes did, not for my teachers, but for my son's teachers, I brought it straight into the... You know, the, the staff. staff. <laughs> I would not send my well, my boys in with bottles of wine. <laughs> I do think that this might have been Mammy drank it in the car. Okay, Mammy, Mammy was coming under up pressure. To Christmas, there's a lot on. It's the 8th of December and Mammy's nothing but. <laughs> okay, so Jennifer, I once got a white lycra flare jumpsuit as a gift from an ex. <laughs> was your ex in the Nolans? <laughs> Or an Elvis impersonator, possibly. Um, <laughs> Something have to clear out. There's so many questions to ask here. Uh, Jennifer, was Why is this, your ex buying you a present? Yeah, no, but was the ex an ex at the time? Maybe they weren't. Oh, gotcha. Okay. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or okay. was that a big sign of go jump out of a plane <laughs> without a parachute? I don't know what that is because, you know, that's... And how seems... close to the present being received where did they become an ex? Yeah, well... <laughs> minutes. Mere <laughs> minutes. minutes. In your case, grown probably <laughs> as you open it. Okay, that's it. Yeah, this better not be a jumpsuit. Not again. <laughs> and no receipt's going to fix this. <laughs> Jennifer, I don't know what to say to that. I think you did the right thing with an ex. How is something flared and lycra? Well, come on, you've done shows. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like swingy lycra around your ankles. <laughs> you can flare anything. <laughs> <laughs> Look at that. Spoken like a true Eurovision winner. The showbiz is in her blood. You oh, can flare anything. Gosh. Okay. Lenny says, my mother-in-law gave me a half-used body lotion once as a gift. She clearly has issues <laughs> A half-used body lotion? That, I don't think she made a mistake. No. That's, that's a classic mother-in-law move. That's like, I, I'm hating on you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hating. Do you know what? Half-used body lotion? That sounds lotion? like a test. That is a test. Because if you if you were to pull her up on it, you'd be the worst in the world. Yeah, so that you are consigned, Lenny, if you've accepted that, basically you are consigned to getting half-used stuff for the rest of your life. I would check the best before dates on the food. One of my sisters <laughs> got a wedding present that had... Like, I think it was dust or potpourri or something in it. Oh, potpourri. Clearly used. Potpourri. No patience for potpourri. No, no. It's all over for someone when no. potpourri gets involved. That's all no. I'm going to say. <laughs> I can't. Ne I, I have a, a rash. Fan of potpourri. No, the rash is up on me already <laughs> thinking about that. Um, I don't judge other people if they like potpourri. That's fair enough. That's down to you. I get that, you know. She does. She's trying to be nice here, but she absolutely despises people that use no, potpourri. I don't. She does. If she walks That's... into the house and sees potpourri, she'll actually tip the bowl. She'll tip the bowl. God. I've seen her do it. Ross, 
<laughs> Ross, I got a 30 euro voucher from a good friend, but it originally had 50 euro on it <laughs> and was crossed out by her. It was used. Oh, my goodness. Now, I'm going to be honest about this, it's right? It's still 30 euro. It's still 30 euro. It's still 30 euro. That's not, a bad, that's not a bad gift. I, it's not a bad <laughs> gift. I think it's fair enough. I think 50, 50 euro is an awful lot to expect, that's, particularly from somebody who would write into a podcast about that. <laughs> Fifty euro. Fifty euro sounds like a, like a committed relationship. Well, I think <laughs> but it's, thirty euro sounds like it could be just friends. But maybe she had meant to go. Oh, I, I'll go in and I'll buy a thirty euro voucher. This and she just never got around to it. Yeah, but I'm sorry. I, no, I have to say, right? I could never go. I've just spent twenty euro because I only meant to get you for thirty. Euro. <laughs> I, I mean, that's well, not that's not a conversation. I'll be honest, and this is rare for me, right? There's a pragmatist in me. Okay, go I'm on. I'm pragmatic. I remember when I was a kid, my auntie Trisha. She, we had a conversation because mm. Trisha was married to my godfather. So okay. she used to buy me, she had to buy me the Christmas present. And she had to buy you the special one because the godchild. Yeah, because it's godchild. Yeah. And we had a conversation, me and Trisha had a conversation. Uh, I loved Nancy Drew books. The Nancy Drew mysteries. <laughs> Get that look off your face, the cheek of you. <laughs> There's a shocker. Nancy I love the Nancy Drew. Drew. I love Nancy Drew. Sorry, I'm just writing that down because that's yeah. that's this Christmas sort of. Thank you. <laughs> a compendium of Nancy Straight Drew. Straight on to Amazon wish list. I, I loved a bit of Nancy Drew. <laughs> and uh, me and Trish had a conversation and she said, I can buy you new books. And you and can have you one. Get three of them. Okay, three. Or yeah. I can buy you secondhand Nancy Drew books. And you have the And we can set. have ten of them. <gasps> and what did you go for? I went secondhand. Good boy yourself. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the so proud. Yeah. No, no, I, I'm with you on that. I actually, I and I remember my sister saying, why did she get you like... I think second hand. I was like, yeah, that's what I wanted. Vintage. Yeah, I th- yeah thank you. <laughs> Vintage. <laughs> Collector's item. Collectors. If I still had them there, they could go on eBay for they thousands. Could. They're good. They're good. <laughs> wow, Nancy They're, Drew. Actually, Nancy Drew doesn't stand up. Nancy Drew. It's a bit ropey. Oh, really? Doesn't stand up in the... In the Grand Skins? No, like the no, Famous no. Five? Yeah, Famous Five of last year. She'd well. have been cancelled. Nancy would have been cancelled. Yeah, but you know, it's funny actually because it's a little bit like the whole Agatha Christie thing. You know, they meet and they fall in love in three seconds or, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. that those damn pissy kids. I love all that. I just love it. A, a <laughs> yeah. well-written thing is always worth what, listen, reading. But it is true. Uh, you know, their kids today are a little bit more advanced than Nancy Drew. Yeah, there's a, they, they expect a bit more. Yeah, they do. small bit. Okay. Uh, so, uh, Ross, I'm going to say this, right? Um, I have one little observation about it. Go on. So maybe she didn't spend the 20 euro on it. Perhaps if it was just like a thing, maybe somebody wrote the wrong number on it. Ah. Now, you see, you could be Very judging. Very wise. You could Look be at Nancy judging. Drew there, the Titian-haired sleuth herself. Just saying. <laughs> you could be judging on your friend all these years. There could have been a barrier between you and your friend over that 20 euro. But actually, maybe she only ever bought a 30 euro voucher and the person writing it down, because it looks like it's been written on, uh, you know, maybe that's maybe that's what happened. Or maybe I've just been too charitable by no. half. Do you know, I think, you know what I'm I think you have solved this for Ross. And the unfortunate thing about this is because he's written into the podcast about it, it's, it's completely irretrievable for the front. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. So, but look, there you go. Ross. Uh, I, Ross if Ross, you need new friends, you know, we're on every week. Yeah, every week, Ross. You're one of our mates now. <laughs> uh, Paul has written in to say, just okay. between us girls, I once got a present of a sex toy that wasn't dishwasher friendly and I was raging. <laughs> Paul. Dishwasher friendly. In with the pots and pans, darling. Well, what I will say is I never thought of dishwasher. 
Why they not? Yeah, why not? Of course. Absolutely, why not? Well, I'll tell you why not, actually. Because if it goes off in the dishwasher, all of a sudden your Denby gets wrecked. <laughs> the last thing you want is the dishwasher on and a rogue thing clattering around, crack chip and everything. How, how agile are the sex toys? The last thing you want in one of those is one that doesn't have power in it. Okay. <laughs> We we'll just move on. We'll okay, move I on. think I, as a national treasure, I'm not sure I feel I can get too involved. Well, uh, you know, I could. Uh, you could. Get, I mean, when the mic I'm, goes off, Neve will tell me exactly how she feels. About I, all but of this. you know, I feel. Uh, yeah, maybe not. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> Suzanne, so okay, Suzanne, you go ahead and. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, she um, didn't give me that bit. Oh, sorry, I just. <laughs> I don't give Neve all the information because no, it's important. I sound better. <laughs> uh, I'm. I don't have a Eurovision win to cut. Like, <laughs> I can't pull that out of the bag. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a manicure set at Christmas when I used to bite my nails and there wasn't a nail to file. That was a real mammy thing, wasn't it? Oh, that's a, you could, this is what you could have had, love. Yeah. Yeah. What you could have won. Oh, no. Uh, maybe it's like one of those carrot and stick things, you know, where you kind of go, wouldn't it be lovely to be able to use a manicure set if you stop biting your nails? It's different to go on yeah. for feck. You know, it would have been worse if I got stop and grow, wouldn't it? Although probably yeah. more practical. One of my friends used to put that on their nails and she got used to the taste of it and then actually quite liked it. Yeah, here's something that tastes like earwax, wasn't it? That oh, used to be, people say, I'm going, I, I'm not sure you should really know about that. Sam, anyway. that's awful. You should never just like, that's not the passive aggression you need now on, no. on Christmas morning. Do you know no. what to do this year, Suzanne? Ruin Christmas. <laughs> get absolutely hammered and have a go at your mother on Christmas morning about this. Or get acrylic nails. Get a, There we go. Look, <laughs> and say, look, it worked. always there with the pragmatism. Look, it worked. It worked. Um, okay, Shane. Shane. One Valentine's Day, I really pushed the boat out and got my boyfriend at the time. Oh, at the time, this is bad. Uh, more than I can even remember. Oh. Theatre tickets, a shirt he had his eye on and a nice slap up meal. I nearly read that as a nice slap, but a nice <laughs> slap up meal. Um, in return, my lovely boyfriend got me willy shaped pasta from Hans Summers and a tube of body chocolate. I have a hairy chest. Body chocolate is like torch. My heart. <laughs> my heart breaks. <laughs> Shane. My, Shane. Now, 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 let's be honest here, Groot. That's very upsetting. <laughs> Willy shaped pasta. Um, pasta is never a gift. Well, you know, um, no, it isn't. It isn't. It isn't. I'm sorry. Unless you, you're buying them the pasta maker to go with it and the big pot or and they're very much into making pasta or no, unless... It's not. Do you know what? I'm going to go one further. Okay. Right? This okay. is controversial, Neve, now. And, and I, I'll, I'll this thank is a you shocker. to pull me back from the edge of the cliff on this one. All right, Groot. I would argue that giving somebody something edible is never a Christmas gift. Um. Yes, I think you're probably right. Although sometimes I will bake something for someone where it's inappropriate for me to buy them a present, but I'd like to acknowledge what they've done. So, ideal, you yes. know, but that's not quite the same as buying a present. Do you understand? I mean, it's like, yeah. you know, uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. Uh, having said that, um, you know, my husband gets chocolate every year because everybody calls him the sweetie fan and he is mad for sweeties. But the thing is, he likes sweets. He doesn't really like Oh, he doesn't like chocolate. chocolate. Okay, and he certainly like. doesn't like fancy chocolate. Okay. He, you know, uh, butlers and all that, which are beautiful chocolates. Yeah. But he doesn't oh, like, love it, love he chocolate. likes, you know, a bar of Cadbury's or, you know, Turkish Fries Delight or, you know, <gasps> that's what he likes. Yes. He's, and But he prefers sweeties. He actually loves sweeties, you know. And okay. So proper sweeties like, like, um, like Haribo know, and Midget Gems oh, and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Because, yeah, I think Because he's old. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> you get them a quarter of uh, chewing nuts or uh, apple drops, uh, apple drops, or bullseyes, or mintos, or butter mints, or because something. Because I yeah. think I think that uh, things to eat like, that's what you bring to somebody's house when you're going somewhere. Yeah, no, I get that, I get that. But you see, the thing about it is sometimes people are very into the gourmet food and all that. And actually, some people at a certain age it gets really difficult unless you really know someone. You know, to get a gift. Now, let's be honest. Well, I mean, know, what would you buy for me? Oh, what would I buy for you? And don't say an apron because it's all over if it is. I would buy, you know, those slippers with the golden boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm raging now because Paul rang me. What would you like? <laughs> Do you know, it's funny, actually, that was years ago and I still talk about it in, in gigs. And Traumatised. Uh, yeah. And and for a long time, I've gone through a couple of puppies in the house. And let me tell you, even the dogs wouldn't chew them. You know what I mean? <laughs> Very disappointed about those slippers. But do you know what? Uh, top tip, top Christmas tip, right? Okay. Do you know what? Is, I just thought about this now when I heard myself say edible things aren't good as Christmas presents. Okay. Uh, do you know what's sometimes better than a bottle of wine? Because mm-hmm. you get lots of, bottle of bottles of wine at Christmas when people come for dinner. Yeah, some people do. Yeah. Olive oil. A decent bottle of olive oil oh, or a decent bottle of balsamic I used balsamic to love Carluccio's lemon olive oil and I went into the shop the other day to buy a bottle and they didn't have any I was just I was depressed oh looks God. like they don't do it anymore I'm really upset anyway uh, Shane this seems, feels like we're getting away from your we're Valentine's gone, yeah and the, like the poor chest reefed off you with the body shock. okay the difficulty with mismatched uh, expectations, right, is uh, myself and my best friend, we Wise. basically every year say, coming up to Christmas, this is what we're going to buy, as in this is the theme. And we keep it for like a tenner. It's like, you know, you yeah. only have a tenner. Uh, you know, we've gone through the mugs, the uh, photograph on a wall, the uh, thing. And I said to her this year, because we're doing Christmas decorations to put on your tree sort of thing. And I said, do not put your face in a feckin'. Christmas decoration no. right? because you know how many things can you get with a photograph on it enough of that carry on right yeah, yeah. <clears throat> but what I'm saying is um, you know we we said it so we know like one year we did tea towels like I don't know why but we did we were just looking for a, a, an object an object and then we had to really think about what we would get on the tea towel not faces but you know I said not it can't be just us two on a face on a tea towel that's like a cheat you have to think about what the person would be interested in and put it on a tea towel or find a tea towel that represents it and it can only cost a tenner and that's it and it takes all that hassle out of expectations <laughs> Expectations. I would. We could never play that game ah! because I'd be running around on Christmas Eve and I'd be like, "There is a tea towel. There, it's, it reminds me of you because it's because it's tartan, <laughs> cheap and absorbent." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's going on my next poster. There we go. Yeah, didn't even get that cheap and absorbent. Five stars. Uh, God, five stars. Okay, so Shane, I really feel for you, but I realise that he's already kicked to the curb, you know, because yeah, obviously... Yeah, good, good, you know, actually. Boyfriend at the time tells you everything you need to know in that situation. Yeah, well done, Shane. You can do better. Did you ever, like, you know, break up with someone just after Christmas because you, you felt you should see what they actually bought you? No. And okay. I've... No. Clearly, I've asked that question you're going <laughs> to ask me after this, what I we'll did. We'll have a conversation yeah. afterwards. Mm-hmm. Maybe okay. we have a long conversation. I think we'll leave that there. We have a problem. Okay. We oh, ha- I love a problem. We have a problem. Okay, yeah. go on. Um, and thank you for the problems. Anyone that has a problem, agonyrants at gmail.com. Yep. Send it in to us. We want them. Uh, and this one is from Sandra, right? Now, this one is a problem. This is quite close to my heart, right? We could come down different sides on this one. Okay. Um, so it says, hi, I love your new podcast. It mm-hmm. is really great. Start of the week and Neve is so wise. Oh, thank you. Oh. Thank you, Sandra. Oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay. <laughs> Come on. We're off to a start. Continue. I recently started going out with a guy in June. It's all going very well. And we are not living together or anything like that, but we are very happy. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, however, something has cropped up that is really bothering me. My boyfriend is from a big family and they do a big Chris Kindle every year. I have now been included in the Chris Kindle. It's 70 euro and I bought uh, it's 70 euro and I have to buy for a cousin that I've only met once. This seems absolutely ridiculous, but I don't want to rock the boat. Part of me wants to go along with it because I don't want to make trouble for my boyfriend, but 70 quid is a lot of money. What do you think I should do? Thanks for your help, Sandra. Okay, so you have an opinion on this. Um, I'm going to say you go and then I'll come in with the next. And then you can go again. Okay. So I, I'm going to say it won't be your final word, but you okay. have opportunity so now to I'll, vent. I'll say how I feel. I feel and then bent. you say how you feel. And then I will shoot it out at the sky. <laughs> Come along. Okay. My thing, but I don't like Chris Kendall's. Oh, okay. Is that I, it? I just don't like this. <laughs> right? Why? Because, oh, for a million reasons. I would rather get something small from the person yeah. than one big present from a collective group of people that have actually had no input into it, right? Okay. Okay. Now, that said, if there is a Chris Kendall that I have to be a part of, I like that to be a smaller group, right? Now, we have one in my family because there's six of us, Mm -hmm. six kids, there's my parents. And And you're grown. And all the partners and we're all grown up. Yeah. Right? Now, and I've I've got into this row every year and I'm (laughs) waiting... I'm sure by the time this goes out, I will have had this row. <laughs> okay, go on. But there's this thing of where all the partners go into the Chris Kendall as well. Mm-hmm. So what could happen is that I have to buy for a, the partner of one of my siblings rather than buy for your sibling. one of my siblings. Right. And I always think, but... You want to buy for your siblings. I'd rather buy for my siblings. And that's I love the partners of all my siblings, obviously. Mm. But to the part of me that's like, this defeats the purpose. A little bit. Okay. Okay. I get. I get you. I, I see where you're coming from. And it makes from. me so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny enough, I'm involved in two Chris Kindles every year in right. both sides of the family, right? Okay. Uh, because my husband and I are both from. I it was a little Queen moment there, wasn't it? My husband and I uh, actually, <laughs> yes. you know, but we are both two Chris from. Kindles. You know, multiple. You know, I have three siblings. He has four siblings and partners and all that sort of stuff and. The parents, well, my I, my parents are still alive, uh, not his, but, you know, we have this extended family, like you say, and there's always a big conversation about every year, you know, just to, we'll have a Chris Kindle. It's a funny thing, right? I'm with you on the small and often, right? So I like the idea of buying something small for someone, but my problem is it's people seem to struggle with not keeping within a budget. But it shouldn't be about how much it is. But it, yeah, it, yeah. the problem but is... But it inevitably is. It inevitably is. And it's difficult. Now, I will say this, Sandra. First things first, how lovely to be included simply because A, you're being part of the family and that usually takes time. So that's a very good indicator for you and your boyfriend. Right, she's been rinsed. Yeah, there's a little <laughs> element to that. <laughs> Stop now. Come on, spirit of Christmas and all. Right, uh, and... You know, it's not going to make trouble for your boyfriend. I get that 70 euros is a lot of money and it is a lot of money, uh, for, especially for you because you're just coming in. You're not, you know. But Yeah, something I just thought about here. I mean, he is going to get you a present, isn't he? Like, this isn't the present. Surely. Oh, no, no, no. They'll have a present separate. 
Well, else? I don't know, because this guy seems to be like off his rocker if he's like, he's no. going out with this girl for a few months and then he's just like bringing her into the family straight away. Yeah, Chris Kendall is a funny, it seems a little soon. I, I think what you need to do, I'll tell you where you've made the mistake. Is Sandra. he going to put a ring on it? This this feels like it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he, he. you need to ask what this man's intentions are at this point. Before you <laughs> because spend it's getting 70 very euro. serious. She could be seeing other people for all we know. 70 like, this euro could be on very casual to Sandra. <laughs> I, th- I think the, the, where Sandra's going to meet a problem is that she has let this go on too long. Like, what she should have done... <laughs> She's only gone out with him since June. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean the Chris Kendall. <laughs> like, the Chris Kendall? <laughs> well, I mean, she, I think she's let the relationship go on a bit longer <laughs> for the way he's behaving. But I, I think what she should have immediately gone, oh, you must be joking I'm not getting involved in your Chris Kendall. It'll be ridiculous. Oh, no, too soon. Too yeah, soon. far too soon. And too expensive. And who's the cousin? Like, I mean, yeah, no, it's tough. It's a tough, it's a tough one, Sandra, and I get it. Um, I think it, th- this is a conversation. If you and your boyfriend are happy, you need to have the conversation with your boyfriend first. And yeah. say, I, I will say this. If your boyfriend <laughs> is a feared over a Chris Kindle situation and can't deal with that with his parents, that is a big red flag for future references in your parents. Huge red flag. I mean, that means the, huge. you will always have to be I in deference. I never thought of that. You'll have to be in deference You'll be under to the, the family. cosh for some bloody mother-in-law. I know. I know. Does, see? See, it's a big red flag because if they can't confront them about the Chris Kindle, they'll never confront them about the oh, colour, you know, the colour of your kitchen or, you know. Brilliant, Neve. I'm just saying. Just saying. I feel like I've let I feel like I've let Sandra down. So what I'm gonna do is, right, oh. I feel like my voice wasn't very good. So what to do is Sandra, send me uh, your boyfriend's number <laughs> and I'll just resolve this directly. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we do. Uh it's not not a service we normally offer. No, but Sandra! I just feel that my uh, Don't do it. Don't I do just it. feel that my advice here hasn't been great. But I I do think Sandra, get yourself out of this situation. But <laughs> the way you get yourself out of it is by pointing out how ridiculous it is that you're in the situation in the first place. We are stopping just for a second to remind you that Agony Rants is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. Oh, I thought we were stopping to go to the toilet because you no. know what you do at this point. <laughs> you can go to the loo and I'll be really newsreader professional. <laughs> okay, go ahead. If you would like to support the show, you can become a member for as little as five euro a month. A steal. A steal. Uh, and in return for that, you will get bonus content from us and from all of the shows across the Headstuff Podcast Network. Our bonus content will be coming soon and it is spectacular. Oh, amazing. It, it will be worth the wait. Uh, yeah. Believe me. Believe me. So sign up right now. Uh, the show that we are cross-promoting this week is Phoning It In, which is a show that's been on the Headstuff Podcast Network for a while and is absolutely brilliant and it's coming back with a brand new season. It's an improv show. Uh, it's a cross between Liveline and The Goon Show. And what happens is comedians ring in and they find out what they're complaining about. And it is absolutely hilarious. They've had some brilliant people on. And it's all hosted by the brilliant David Coffey. And you can have a listen to a clip right now. Phoning It In is back. Hello, my name is Dave Coffey and I'm the host of Phoning It In, the hilarious improvised phone-in show. Think Joe Duffy meets your favourite Irish comedians. Our first episode back is already out and features the young hot guys, Tony Cantwell, Shane Danburn and Killian Sunderman. This season will also have lots of bonus material available on Headstuff Plus, including new improv-style games with all your favourite guests. Phoning It In is available every fortnight wherever you get your podcasts and on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Thanks for listening. What a 
was our conclusion for today? Our conclusion today is Christmas presents are an absolute nightmare. Masked. Oh. <laughs> Masked is something that's lovely, but they're designed to destroy us. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening. Happy Christmas shopping. <laughs> Happy Christmas shopping, yeah. Uh, give way. Be kind. Be kind. <laughs> and listen, um, you know, just just give with love. <laughs> give with, yeah. Give, give with, with love. love. Thank uh, you for listening. And we hope that you uh, come back to us next week. God knows what we'll be talking about next week. Uh, Lord knows. Lord knows. Uh, if, it, if it involves uh, Mariah Carey, I'm leaving, okay? <laughs> She's the goddess. She's the queen of Christmas. The queen of Christmas, yeah. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. Being a parent can be really challenging. Child and Family Resource Network focuses on connecting pregnant parents and those with kids under the age of five with free support services to help them on their parenting journey. Everyone deserves someone they can turn to for help with parenting. Visit childandfamilyresourcenetwork.org today. What's the room again? Uh, 1240, down at the end. Ooh, what's that? Sammy, don't touch that. That's someone's old food. Here we are. Do you have the key? You have both of ours. Oh, right. Not working. Rub it. Come on. Try flipping it over. Seriously. Why can't we go inside? I'm tired. Give me yours. You have mine. All right. Please, if you could just... Dad, why aren't you opening the door? Can everyone just shut the... Don't go there. Go on a real vacation. Go RVing. Learn more at GoRVing.com.